Good morning. Today's date is April 26, 2019, and this is a Hello Rookie Podcast. What up, Chris? How you doing? Fantastic, man. Let's get it. Yeah, so we got a short period of time today. We're going to be short and sweet, frankly. Uh, we got five subscribers now, so we absolutely have to put videos out nonstop. <laughs> it's getting real. It's just getting a real. massive success. It is real now. Yeah. I feel different being this, I mean, this big. I mean. It's all happening so quickly. We need to start looking at uh, producers and managers here pretty soon. Yep. All right. Uh, okay, so we're going to talk uh, NBA playoff dueling lineups. We have one game on the slate tonight. Clippers, Warriors. Uh, we're looking at showdown uh, contest format. Uh, let's get straight to it, Chris. Um, who are you playing tonight? Um. I've got all right. So, take a peek at the uh, at the lines to start. I guess um, Golden State opened a nine point favorite in Los Angeles. It's already up to ten. Seventy percent of the money is on the Clippers. Um, all right, straight to the showdown lineup. So, I'm not messing around tonight. Last night I didn't put. Um, I kind of went uh, against the grain and didn't put Jokic in. As my captain, trying to be cute. I'm not messing around tonight. Kevin Durant. Whoa. Come on now, DraftKings. Kevin Durant is my captain. Joe, you got Durant in the captain spot as well? I don't. So that that's a good you difference. You got to pay attention, man. You got to pay attention when I do these videos. Shut up. <laughs> All right. I'm going right down the line, man. I'm doing something a little extremely risky and very unorthodox for... Um, the way that I usually do these. Uh, I, w I would love to build two lineups tonight so that people uh, know that I'm, I'm not like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying that you need to go out and do what I'm about to do, but all right. So I got Durant. I got Steph. I got Sweet Lou. Um, I got Draymond. And then I'm going Kevin Looney. I can't quit Kevin Looney. Then I I have a whopping eleven hundred dollars remaining in my salary. <laughs> right. I'm going with Alfonso McKinney. <laughs> he's right. he's played a total of forty nine minutes in the series, but he's played in every game, so I like that. But at a thousand dollars, right? If I want five X value for his one thousand dollar salary, I just need five points out of him. This is a stupid this is a stupid mindset. This is a terrible idea. But I really think this game could get out of hand. I think the, the Warriors are pissed, and it's going to be just like when they went to L.A. for game three. Um, if that's the case, McKinney probably could see double-digit minutes, and we saw in game three put up 16 fantasy points in eight minutes. Um, even when he played just three minutes in game two, he put up 3.75 points in three minutes with just three rebounds. I mean, it's super, it's super risky. It's not anything I recommend doing. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping Looney come Looney gets some minutes tonight because this is driving me crazy. This is every game, right? Um, well, not that game. This game. This is game um five here, the box score. You'll see massive negative plus minus numbers for Andrew Bogut nightly. The dude is a corpse out there. And yet Kevin Looney has a plus 15. He's got one of the best plus minuses in the playoffs. And, he, and Kerr won't play him 
isn't isn't giving him enough minutes. I don't know. I, there's got to be a reason for it, but I I think tonight's the night that Looney. I mean, 22 minutes. I would be happy with that tonight. I think he'd be more productive than two for eight. Montrezl Harrell really gave it to him. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the lineup right there, man. Durant, Curry, Williams, Green, Looney, McKinney. Um, I've got All right. My top, that's interesting. I've got my top four in the lineup. Those are my. I don't know. That's the way I look at it. I got my top four in there. I'm happy for that. I, I you certainly could, you know, put um, Gallo or you know take a if you want to take a, a like a moonshot, put Clay up there and hope he goes off. I don't like Clay in fantasy just because he doesn't do anything other than shoot. Um, but yep. All right, that's my lineup. I I was on Lou for game five. By the way, you remember me? You remember me saying that, right? Like, there's got to be a way to get Lou in the lineup because he's. He's He's the one guy, he's like a microwave, you know, once he gets hot. And then, yeah, he went up 33, 33 points, 52 fantasy points. He did call Lou. Yep. All right. Yeah, so this is good. So basically, yeah, I, this is, you know, one approach. And I think a lot of people are going to be, frankly, looking, okay, who can I get for $1,000? Who's going to get time? <laughs> so, I mean, you <laughs> put that lineup anybody. out there. I think that that lineup is going to be the most, um, you know, widely used lineup tonight for sure. Like everybody's going to put KD as captain. I think that'll be. See, I thought that last night was the most prevalent. And that wasn't the case, but I don't know. Maybe, um, so, maybe it will be. So I went a slightly different route. I, I put uh, Gallinari in the captain spot. And again, I mean, to me, I look at it like this three, we're essentially looking at three different players for a captain possibility, Gallinari, Durant or Curry. Out of those three, Gallinari is the cheapest. Allows me to not have to reach as deep for my last utility play. Um, so I went uh, Gallinari captain, and then I got Durant, Curry. I went uh, Be- uh, Beverly, Jamichael Green, and Kayvon Looney. So, but but I think this is this is actually interesting that we don't have exact same or, I mean these are these are two uh, pretty different lineups. So. At least we have some variation. I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like it, man. It'll be fun to watch. I mean, it's cool. I mean, obviously, DraftKings introduced this showdown format to add more var- variables to it. Um, well, yeah, and to make money when there's only one game, like tonight. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, compared to regular a regular lineup with one game... I mean, uh, this oh, is yeah. cool. It, it adds uh, those additional variables. Um, you know, so obviously I'm, I'm, I'm riding high on Gallinari tonight. I'll be crossing my fingers and rooting for him, so that'll be a fun extra entertainment value. He got uh, 42 minutes last game, his most in the last 10. Um, and he played obviously, really well last game. Didn't need to make a lot of shots, but he played really well. Yeah, I mean, he only he shot less than 30% beyond the arc. Ed only he only hit three out of eleven, I think. But uh, but still, I mean, he's being relied upon heavily. I mean, there's not many scorers over there, right? Um, you got Lou, who hopefully steps up big again. But uh, you're looking at Lou and Gallinari. I think uh, these these two are the biggest chalk plays of the night, though. Beverly and, and Jamichael Green. Yeah, but they've panned out the entire series, so I don't. I, it, I mean, it's hard to say move away from them, but, I, but yeah, I think they'll both be. Super heavily on probably Harold as well. 
But. Yeah, Harold, I think I'm afraid. I'm, I'm actually in our article that you can go and check out later, um, which is always fun. Uh, I'll, I'll probably include a little bit about Harold. I mean, that is uh, probably the only factor that I'm scared of tonight. If you look at it like this, six total players, everybody's going to have Gallinari, Durant, and Curry in their lineups, period. Like that's <laughs> that's pretty much going to be a fact. So it boils down to three players. Who out of those three, uh, how can you make that work? If you put Harold in, and you put you have the other th- three all stars playing. How do you make that work? You're going to have to reach for one uh, in Looney, or reach for two, like you're trying to do um, with the thousand dollar salary play. McKinney. McKinney, which could be cool. I mean that. I mean that very well um, could pan out. You never know. I'm but usually the anti punt guy. I usually like you know, if if I was going to sit here and actually like make it, like it was an NFL lineup, I would not be punting on somebody like McKinney that like I'm I'm the I'm the give me the minutes guy over the you know let me load load up and get top heavy but I don't know I'm trying trying something different with it um when I was building that lineup I was building it for the the um GPP contest that they have posted for tonight so um yeah Montrez Harrell would make me would make me nervous to play him because his it's the same thing with um all right, so when we're talking player floors, right? Harold is way too often in this twenty range. He's you know, if you just look at his game log, he's there, you know, five times out of his last ten. And at eight thousand dollars, that's you know, three X. And I, I mean in this showdown series with the but pricing the way it is, I I would j- adjust um the target to maybe four and a half um times value. But, you know, even at you know even at four Looney's or I'm sorry Harold isn't hitting it consistently. Same thing with Clay, you know too many twenties, nothing outside of points for Clay. So you're solely relying on him getting hot from three. Um, yeah, I think the I think the two, you know, if if you're looking at another punt, um, I would love to pitch Landry Sham, and I love him as a player. Another guy that if you come over and look at the box score plus minus, um, Shamit plus seventeen best player in the game in terms of plus minus, um, he does so much more than just shoot the ball. But you know if he gets going, and obviously the Clippers or the the Warriors are aware of that. It was the first thing Durant said um, in his initial press conference um, after Game One was that they you know they came into the focus of shutting sham it down and not letting him get going from behind the arc um and they've done a good job of it in the series but back at home you know if he gets hot he's a guy that could be a huge value tonight um but yeah there's not there's there's not a ton of variety in these these formats so it's what you do with that that captain spot and and with your punt plays i think that'll make the difference yeah and i mean uh it could very well be that kd you know goes off has a 70 point fantasy night with, at the captain spot, that's what uh, times one point five. Yep. And if the other all stars Gallinari and well, if you're Steph, looking looking for a guy with sixty point upside, Steph's done it once this this series. Uh, KD's you know been sixty fifty three fifty six um, in his last three. Uh, I think Gallo's topped out at forty. Lou Williams fifty three sixty one in game three or two. Um, there's not a lot of guys that if you're if you're looking for ceiling in that captain spot, um, you know, there's really only, like you said, three or four choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a roll of a three sided dice. 
I mean, it could very well be that uh, going that way, paying up for KD and having to go deep in Looney in a thousand dollar player um, doesn't matter because KD, you know, goes off. Yeah. Uh, more so, way more so than Steph or Gallinari. Uh, I'm betting that those three are are kind of average out. Uh, so I'm paying for the cheaper one. But we'll see. Could be different. Like I said, three-sided die. Uh, games tonight, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern. So we're looking at a 2 a.m. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, an all-nighter here I, on the East Coast. I haven't made it. I've I've gotten into the fourth quarter of all of them. I can't get through the fourth quarter. It's too too late for me. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything more NBA talk? Um, I don't, I don't think so. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a fun night. It's what, it's what you do with, uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I could talk about it forever. This, this showdown, you can get so deep. It's such a simple format, but you can get so deep with it. Like, you know, I would say that my, my lineup is idiotic because I've got Lou, Lou Williams in with McKinney. So I'm hoping it's a blowout, but also hoping that Lou Williams is worth $10,000 in a blowout. I don't, I don't know, but um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it's entertaining. It's yeah, it's entertaining. I wouldn't, you know, have a ton of your bankroll in showdown contests, <laughs> but yeah, it's fun for sure. Yeah. It makes it interesting. Yep. All right. Uh, draft thoughts, just generally, we don't have to go in depth. Um, God, it takes so long. Like that was overall. Like that was the frustrating thing for me is just trying to get through it. Like, but no. Um, it was good. It went, it went, I, I, you know, I was following along with my little mock draft. It went pretty much as expected. I think there's a lot of good players available on the board. Um, I have four names written down uh, that, you know, as a Lions fan, I'm just praying to God. Um, Few players fell. What'd you think about Gruden's Farrell pick? Oh, I hated it. I hated yeah. it. There, yeah, there was a couple picks that I hated. Let me, let me pull up the, the draft order. Um, I kind of like, I kind of like it, man. Oh, he's no, that's terrible, man. He's, I mean, all right, so it fits their system, but they could have easily gotten him with a second pick. Um, with it, their, it was their a second pick. It was a personality decision. He wanted somebody that was, uh, I mean, he. It wasn't just a stats, uh, play or hype play. You know, he reached deep based on personality. Like they were saying, uh, Kuiper was saying, uh, Gruden's pounding on the table. In regards to uh, Jacobs, the running back pick, which I love that one too. But uh, I don't know. I'm I'm a big fan of Gruden's. I'm rooting for him. I don't give a shit about the Raiders. Sorry, it, uh, but well, uh, they'll be in Vegas soon, so then they will be. But I'm extremely relevant. I'm rooting for Gruden. So yeah, I hated the Feral pick. I was pick. tired of getting um, my hold on. calls dropped. Why? Jesus. Yeah, I thought the Feral pick was arguably the worst pick of the draft. Um, but yeah. Um, I'm looking through to see if any anything else is surprising or um I think the the Falcons nailed it with Lindstrom, the guard out of Boston College. He can play center, super versatile. Um What do you think about the Duke quarterback? I'm a fan. Um, Was that your second quarterback? No, no, no. I would have gone I would have gone Locke second. He's still on the board. Um, but I would have gone Jones over um, Haskins. 
I, I love the the fact that people are pointing. Have you seen the Orlovsky video with Haskins? No. So Orlovsky, it, it was somewhere on ESPN, has Haskins, um, and they're shooting, I don't whether it's, it's some sort of draft special, right? And they have Haskins on for a two-minute kind of like film breakdown of what he was looking at, what he, what he saw on the field as he's, he's going through his progressions on two pass plays. And um, people looking at that two-minute video and saying, oh, man, this kid's a genius and knows how to read defenses and, you know, whatever. He, hadn't been, he hasn't been pressured in his entire – well, he only played one year, but he wasn't pressured once. You know, that, that offensive line was insane. You look at the drop back to hurry rate, and it's crazy. You know, he doesn't – he's never been under pressure. Um, and then just to look at that video and think that he didn't have – access to that his agent let him go on there and answer you know do that 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 segment without access to the clips that they're going to show ahead of time is so idiotic it just shows that people are like you know what you know give them a two-minute video on on twitter and they want to take somebody number one overall um that's wash that's washington's front front office for you yeah yeah it's just yeah i mean you, you can just see snyder on his phone like oh everyone says i gotta it says to get up and into the first round and and take sweat it's like oh. I like sweat though. I like the I like that pick. I loved um uh I thought twenty two Philadelphia taking Andre Dillard was one of the best picks of the draft. They got the uh, I think he's the only left tackle in the draft, and they got him at twenty two. Um, he can play. He, I mean, he nece- he can't necessarily play right tackle. He could play right tackle, but I think he projects as the best left tackle in the draft. Um, yeah, those were my favorite picks. P- uh, Patriots Nikhil Harry. They, they, they don't make mistakes, man. Nikhil Harry is such a high was, ceiling draft. That was beautiful, beautiful. Um, let's see. Okay, Lions. We got Hutchinson. Hawkinson. Yeah, yeah, Hawkinson. He was he he was like if if you gave me the entire board and asked who is you know uh the most ready to play players today, he probably would have been. I think Bosa needs more coaching than he does. I I think he probably would have been number two on my board. I would have put Quinn and Williams one, Hawkinson two, and then Oliver and uh, Bosa right there. Uh, maybe White right after them. But yeah, he's he's done. He's you know plug and play top ten tight end. He's not Eric Ebron where you have to teach him how to catch or teach him how to run certain routes or teach him how to block like he does all of it already yeah plug and play makes the run game better um yeah can run all any route you want him to has sneaky you know four seven speed down down the field um yeah four seven for a tight end is fast enough they're not matched up with corners they're matched up with safeties and safeties get in the nfl they get big they get slow they're they're asked more to you know cover space than to cover men. So when you you get a safety and man coverage, Hawkinson will be able to beat him. Um, yeah, I'm excited about it too. Who was your uh, first your top center? Um, well, I thought you know Lindstrom played some center for Boston College. I think he's going to obviously play guard for Atlanta. So um, I don't know. Yeah, like I think I think Bradbury was most people's top center he would have been my top center um was was he the nc state that went to vikings yeah yeah 
Yeah, I he, like him. He was the I, I think they would they still was a baseball player. Yeah, so apparently uh, he went to high school right here in Charlotte. Oh, uh, did which, he? Yeah, which is kind of cool. And also, he's a a bit of a genius, apparently. Um, yeah. But uh, some, yeah, some steals out there for sure, though. Simmons, mm-hmm. um, Simmons, Dillard, Simmons was the defensive tackle that they had the video of him beating up uh, some girl that was attacking his sister or whatever. I remember yep. when that happened. Um, I got like a push alert from um, Bleacher Report. I think I follow college football recruiting. I remember when that happened and watching the video, and it's just crazy that you know. Fast forward a few years, and in just watching Mississippi State film and watching him, you know, I'm like, oh my god, this kid's arguably the best player in the draft. Um, and I at the time, like, it was I wasn't even registering to me. Like, I knew that was him. I knew whatever, but yeah. It's a rough video. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. Yeah. Um, and then the Tyreek Hill news breaking, like right as the draft was starting, was crazy. Yeah. As yeah. Goodell, as Goodell is being interviewed, or I guess you know the the interview may have been earlier or whatever. We're getting the news that there's audio. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. But we've been calling that. I think the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs under is legitimately in play. Even with the Clark trade, I think uh, the offense, you know, it's what Kelsey and, you know, um, Kelsey and Sammy Watkins now because they, you know, they lost Hunt. Now they lost Cheetah. I don't know. Do you remember what the under on Washington was? I think it's eight and a half. I don't know. I, I, it was That was weeks ago that we looked to those. I almost quite like that. You like the under on them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't... I don't know. It depends on if Keenum plays or not. I think that they've got pieces around whoever plays quarterback. But Haskins will. I don't. I don't hate Haskins. He's he's got an unbelievable arm and it's accurate and he's big. He looks like a quarterback. Um, it's just we don't. It, it's the same thing with Kyler. We haven't seen them. You know, under pressure. I was looking at hurry stats and there's you know those bad teams. These bad teams that are picking. You know the the. The advantage for Hopkins, or uh, not Hopkins, but Haskins, is that he's got a great offensive line in Washington. But Kyler is going to find out in a hurry what it feels like because Rosen got the shit kicked out of him. I was looking at hurry rates. That kid didn't have two seconds to throw the ball last season. He took beating week in, week out. Um, they, they've got real issues on the offensive line. And... You know, he's 5'9", 200 pounds. Like, they're, these are huge. I mean, you can look at the guys that got drafted last night. These defensive linemen in the NFL are no joke. And, you know, some of them run a 4'4". So, yeah, exactly. And they're coming they're coming clean through the Arizona offensive line. Put the film on. They're not getting touched. They're coming clean, and you're getting rocked trying to throw the ball to the worst receivers in the NFL. I like Christian Kirk, but they're the – they're the they're that's a bad receiving group. Um and their head coach uh was a losing coach in the Big Twelve. So it things don't look good in Arizona. I would not be happy if I was an Arizona Cardinal fan, but Yeah. Um so do we know anything on where Rosen is gonna go? We don't, but whoever gets him is I mean it's he would have been the number one quarterback in this draft. I don't think there's any way like I I don't know if Kyler threw 
I think he did throw in his pro day. Maybe not, but, you know, any of the quarterbacks in this draft, even Locke. Locke's arm is unbelievable. Um, he's another guy where, okay, well, he ran a spread offense, and I think his stock's kind of falling for that, and he wasn't coached by, you know, um, Cutledge. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. It I don't. I don't my, know where. I don't know where Rosen's going to go. I've. I've been pitching. Like I. I'm all. I love Matthew Stafford. Some of the stuff with him, right? Like where, um, his wife had the brain surgery, and the Lions told him to take the off season off. Take you know however much time you want. Monday morning, first guy at the facility. Like, that's that's Matthew Stafford. Um, but I've pitched. If the Lions can get him to to Miami, and make a trade for Rosen, four years. The dude's been through the worst possible year that you could in the NFL. Byron Leftwich is his offensive coordinator. They can't figure out how to use David Johnson. They can't run block, can't pass block. You get four years of um, of him at his rookie contract. So, yeah, Whoever gets him is going to be set up. I don't know who it's going to be, though. I, I think it's going to be the Dolphins. That's what, that's what they're saying. Yeah. All right, uh, quick Zurich Classic update. Um, so let's see real quick. So leading is uh, Gay and Sabatini, followed by Stallings, Monax. Um, notable positions: Kisner and Brown are ten under. Let me uh, also say the leaders currently Gay and Sabatini are at twelve under. So uh, featured players: Kisner and Brown are ten under. Stanley Finau are nine under. Ron Palmer eight under. Watson and Holmes, 8-under. Day and Scott, 7-under. Garcia and Fleetwood, 7-under. Watney and Hoffman, 7-under. And the Cupcas are at 5-under. So, um, I, I love the the spot my pick, Ramon Palmer, in. I would be looking to, now that they're, you know, 12th, um, I think you could get even better odds today. I haven't looked at what it was, or what it is today. Um, but the cream rises to the top the second day in this tournament. I'll just say that. Like, we're not playing best ball anymore. We're playing alternating shots. So, um, yeah, the cream is going to rise to the top today, I think. Yes, sir. Beautiful there's, day down. There's a huge advantage to Stanley and Finaw. You know, they're, they're top seven right now. And that was a team, that was a group that I thought would be very popular to bet on. They have a huge advantage on best ball because they both smash it, right? So if one of them hits the fairway, they're good. But when it's alternating shots um, and Finaw has to play something that Kyle Stanley hit in his current form, this is this is where the cream rises to the top in this tournament. I'll just I'll just say that. Yep. I like I like the spot Day and Garcia and Rom, their groups are in because they're they're within striking distance and today, you know, you can expect those one sided teams to start dropping. Yes indeedy. Yep. All right. Round round two of the draft um starts back up again tonight at seven seven PM Eastern Standard Time. Until then, we're watching the Zurich. Uh, any anything else, Chris? No, man. All right, that's all we have today, ladies and gents. Thank you for your viewership, and don't forget to like, share, and or subscribe to Hello Rookie on your favorite platforms. We have five of you, and we're growing quickly. Soon it will be five million. Also, visit HelloRookie.com for all the latest daily fantasy and sports betting reviews, promotions, strategies, and lineups. Peace.